jamunatira vanachari jamunatira vanachari jai radhe jai radha madhava kunjabihari Gopi Janna Bala Va Gere Varadari Gopi Janna Bala Va Gere Varadari Yasodhanandana Rajajana Ranjana Jasoda Nandana Rajajana Ranjana Jamuna Tira Vanachari Jamuna Tira Vanachari <coughs> Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabehari <coughs> Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabehari Jai Sri Radhe Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare 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 Nam Hare Nam Ram Ram Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare Hare Hey, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Chant the holy name. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Jaya Jaya Prabhupada, 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 Jaya Prabhupada. Jaya Jaya Prabhupada 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 Jaya Prabhupada Gaur Pemanande Jai Vishwabhad Paramaham A.C. Bhakti Vedanta Swami Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai Lethila Jai Vishwabhad Paramaham Sahaparivachikacha His Divine Grace Shila Bhakti Siddhanta Goswami Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vrinda Ki Jai Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai Nitai Gaur Premanande All glory to the assembled devotees All glory to the assembled devotees All glory to the assembled devotees Glories to Sri Guru and Sri Guru Angol. Glories to Shri Prabhupada. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om 
नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 7, Chapter 9, Text 21. Maya manaha sujati karma mayam baliyaha. Karma mayam baliyaha. Maya manaha sujati karma mayam baliyaha. Kalena chodita gunanu matena pumshaha Kalena chodita gunanu matena pumshaha Chando mayam jad ajayar pita sodasaram Chando mayam jad ajayar pita sodasaram Samsara chakram ajako titaretad annaya Samsara chakram ajako titaretad anya Like Maya manaha sijati karma mayam baliyaha Kalena chodita gunanu matena pumshaha Chando mayam jad ajayar pita sodasaram Samsara chakram ajako titaretva danya Supreme Personality of Godhead. <coughs> Manaha, the mind. Srijati creates karma mayam, producing hundreds and thousands of desires and acting accordingly. Baliyaha, extremely powerful, insurmountable. 
Kalena, by time. Chodita Guna, whose three modes of material nature are agitated. Anumatena, permitted by the mercy of the glands, time. Pumshaha, of the plenary portion. Lord Vishnu, the expansion of Lord Krishna. Chandamayam, chiefly influenced by the directions of the Vedas. Yat, which, Ajaya, because of dark ignorance. Arpita, offered. Shodasa, 16. Aram, the spokes. Samsara Chakram, the wheel of repeated birth and death in different species of life. <coughs> Aja, O unborn, Lord. Ka, who is there? Atitaret, able to get out. Tuat Anya, without taking shelter at your lotus feet. Here, there is a thing here. The mind is always planning how to remain in the material world and struggle for existence. It is the chief part of the subtle body, which consists of the mind, intelligence, false ego. Translation, O Lord, O Supreme Eternal, Eternal, by expanding your planetary portions, you have created the subtle bodies, the living entities, through the agency of your external energy which is agitated by time. Thus, the mind entraps the living entity in unlimited varieties of desires to be fulfilled by the Vedic instructions and directions of karmakanda, fruit of activity, and the 16 elements. Who can get free from this entanglement unless he takes shelter at your lotus feet? Proper, in the mind, in the hands of the Supreme Person of Godhead is present in everything. Where is the question of being liberated from material engagement to spiritual bliss, blissful life? Indeed, it is a fact that Krishna is the source of everything. As we understand from Krishna himself in Bhagavad Gita, Aham Sarvasya Prabhavo, all the living entities, all the activities in both the spiritual and material world are, are certainly conducted by the orders of the Supreme Personality of Godhead through the agency of either the material or spiritual nature. As further confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 9.10, Maya Dakshana Prakriti Shuyate Sacharacharam. Without the direction of the Supreme Lord, material nature cannot be do anything. It cannot act independently. Therefore, in the beginning, the living entity wanted to enjoy the material energy and to give the living entity all facility. Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, created this material world and gave the living entity the facility to concoct different ideas and plans through the mind. These facilities offered by the Lord to the living entity constitute the 16 kinds of perverted support in terms of knowledge, gathering senses, the working senses, the mind, and the five material elements. The will of repeated birth and death is created by the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but to direct the builder living entity in, in progress toward liberation, according to uh, various stages of advancement, uh, different directions are given in the Vedas. Chandomayam, if one wants to be elevated to the higher planetary systems, he may follow the Vedic directions. As the Lord states in Bhagavad Gita 9.25, Janti Deva Brata Devanj Pitri Nanti Pitri Brata Bhutani Janti Bhuteja Janti Madhya Jinopimam. Those who worship the demigods will take birth among the demigods. Those who worship ghosts and spirits will take birth among such beings. Those who worship ancestors go to the ancestors. And those who worship me will live with me. The real purpose of Vedas is to direct one back home, back to Godhead. But the living entity, not taking the real goal of his life, wants to go some, some, sometimes here and sometimes there, and do some, sometimes this and sometimes that. 
In this way, he wanders throughout the entire universe, imprisoned in various species and thus engaging in various activities for which he must suffer the reactions. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu therefore says, Brahmanda Brahmita Konabhagyavanji Guru Krishna Prasad Pai Bhakti Lata Bij CC Madhya Lila 19.151 The fallen condition living entity entrapped trapped by the external energy loiters in the material world but if by good fortune he meets a bona fide representative of the Lord he gives him the seed of devotional service and if he takes advantage of such a guru or representative of God he receives the Bhakti Lata Bij the seed of devotional service. If he properly cultivates Krishna consciousness, he is then gradually elevated to the spiritual world. The ultimate conclusion is that one must surrender to the principles of Bhakti Yoga, for then one will gradually attain liberation. No other method of liberation from the material struggle, uh, material struggle is at all possible. <coughs> Okay, so this is the Balad Maharaj pacifies the Lord with prayers. So this is actually prayers by Lord by Balad Maharaj. <coughs> Lord Nishingadev can get very angry, so when he was angry and killed Hiranyakashipu, even the demigods couldn't pacify him because he was so angry. And only Prahlad Maharaj could pacify Lord Nishingadev. So here in this verse and in the purport, uh, Prabhupada nicely explaining <coughs> that the very reason uh, the living entities are in the material world because of desires. Because of our desire, Krishna created this world. There's a reason for everything. Some people, sometimes people say, oh, the world is just created. Uh, it's not actually created, it just uh, happened to be here by accident. But Krishna, Prabhupada says in the purport, Maya Dakshina Pakati, that material nature is working under the direction of this Maya, is working under the direction of Krishna's energy, Maya Shakti, the external energy of, of Krishna, material energy. And that this material world is working under the direction of Krishna because we desire it. We desire to be in the material world, so Krishna created this world. <coughs> Just like if you have a desire to make a home. So you work at it. So you save up, you work. And there's so many ways you make a plan. And so you get a home. You can't just buy a home just like that. You have to have the uh, right amount of money. And <clears throat> you probably have to borrow the money from the bank. And they want to know how you can pay it back. You have a, a, a stable job like this. So eventually you buy a home because you work at it. Similarly, this material was created by Krishna because we desired it. Very simple to understand. So it's not accidental. Everything is working according to this purport, is working under the direction of Krishna. In the direction of Krishna, the material energy is explained here, the three modes of material nature. Satyaguna, Tamaguna, Rajaguna. These are three modes of material nature that we are working under their direction. And this material nature, they make us work. We desire and they fulfill our desire. And <clears throat> this way, there's a system in the material creation. That system, Krishna explains it here. First is Krishna. He's got nothing to do in the material world, actually. Krishna's aloof from this material world. He's in the spiritual world. In the, in the spiritual world, 
having his pastimes with his devotees. But the material, in material world, is working under the direction of Krishna, and that energy is Krishna's energy. But doesn't mean that Krishna is not aware of the material world, even though he's in the spiritual world. That's why Prabhupada says here in the purport, Sarvasya-shaha-ridhi-shani-vishto. Or he says, Aham Sarvasya-prabhavo. He said, this is the verse. Aham Sarvasya-prabhavo. All material and spiritual come from him. So even though this is a material world, but still it is Krishna's creation. And it's working under the direction of Krishna's material energy. And that material energy is working under the direction of Krishna. Just like the prison house. This material world is actually a prison house. The government, the president of a country, they don't directly go there. Personally, they don't go there to the prison. For there are people working there. Prison guards and, and the rules of, um, uh, of the prison house, people have to follow. So these guards are working under the government, like the police force, the army, the military. They're all here to protect the citizens. They're all working under the, 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 the uh, government's rules. Similarly, this is a prison house. This mature world is a prison house, Karagar. And in this prison house, it's, a, it's organized really, really nicely. That's so why I explained here the working senses, the mind, different senses that, that govern us, that control us. The ankara, the ego, the di different thickness of this material world. That's not easy to get out of this material world. Each layer has its uh, amounts of thickness that you need to get out. And the most powerful one is, is, is false ego. And that's why Krishna says, Prabhupada, in this, in this verse, mind. And Krishna says, if you can overcome your mind, you, you, are, you, you reach the super soul level. The problem here is the mind. Mind desires so many things to acquire in life. So it's not that you can just kill the mind. Some people say, I'll suicide. But mind goes with you. The subtle energy. How you kill the mind. That's why Krishna says, you have to engage the mind. Think of me. Manmanavavamadbhakta. Become my devotee. So there's a process for everything. It's not that material world just created, some people say, by bang. Just one accidentally, it just created. Nothing happens by accident. So it's a very systematic way of creation of this material energy. <coughs> and we, the living entities within this material world, this prison house uh, of the material world, is, is controlled and maintained by the three modes of material nature. Triguna. Trigunatmika. These three modes is people are in a mode of ignorance, mode of passion, mode of goodness. We're in these modes. We are always affected by the modes. Sometimes we are very uh, happy. Sometimes we are very moody. Sometimes we are very uh, angry. We are put under different modes, different level of modes. Sometimes we feel good. Sometimes we feel bad. We're affected by the modes, three modes. That's why the, those who are pure devotees, they're not affected by these modes because they're above it. The three modes of material nature is the inferior nature of the material energy, inferior. Spiritual energy is superior energy. That energy is Krishna's energy. Spiritual energy is Krishna's energy, direct energy, it's Radharani, Radhin Shakti, eternal Krishna's internal potency. 
and our, our Atmika energy, which is the covering energy, which is Maya, as I explained here, Maya Shakti. The ordinary living entities were under the control of Maya, Krishna's external energy, covering potency, like a, like a net. Put a net, we are all under the net of Maya. So we always feel down, sometimes we are all moody, we are down. <coughs> it's very hard to get out of the material energy, very hard. We are angry very easily, very hard to control the mind, very hard to control the senses. We are in here chanting Japa and then mind is wandering off different places. We want to go out, have a sit, have a sleep, eat something. The mind is always controlling us. But we have to control the mind. We are not the mind. We are controller of the mind. Buddhi yoga, intelligent. Bhakti yoga, through process of devotion. Devotional service. That's what he said. Ultimate conclusion is that one must surrender to the principles of bhakti yoga. For then one will gradually attain liberation. No other method of liberation from the material struggle is at all possible. So when you give in to the senses, when you surrender to the senses, you give in or let the senses do whatever they like. You are practically suicidal because the mind will drive you completely mad in the material world. That's why we don't give in to the demands of the senses. We don't give in to the demands of the mind. The whole process of bhakti yoga is how we can to go beyond the the sensual objects of the body. How to control the mind. How to control the speech. How to control your body. How to control. That's why Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, he says, in the sixth chapter, he says, I am you, I'm the controller of everything. When he sees, he sees, this is Krishna. These eyes are Krishna's. The mind is Krishna's. It's his energy. When you can learn to see things in, in, in connection to Krishna, then there is no trouble. So I read again. If he properly cultivates Krishna consciousness, he is then gradually elevated through the spiritual world. It's not just a talk. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll go back to Godhead. If he takes advantage of such guru or representative of God, he receives the bhakti latabij, the seed of devotional service. The seed of devotional service is just like when you take initiation from a guru. Prabhupada was saying, at that time, he takes all your karma. The spiritual master takes all your karma, first time. But after that, you're responsible. Because you commit a sin, you break the four principles, when you made the promise in front of the fire and in front of the deity and to your spiritual master and the Vaishnavas, you are sinless after that. But then you start to deviate the principles. Then you, the sin again comes. But the spiritual master is not responsible for that. That's why if we can <coughs> Continue to be Krishna conscious from the day where you initiated. Actually, even before initiation, you know, that's why you have these exams. So you have to qualify. So in other words, you can dump all your sin to the Guru. You're responsible. 
That is the meaning of a human being. A human being is who, who has, who can accept the responsibilities of human life. Anyone can be a human being with two, two legs, two arms, two eyes. But what makes one a human being when he comes to the, finally comes to the Lord's feet of Krishna? That's the start of a human being. When he starts to associate with devotees, that's the start of a human being. Otherwise, we're still in the material platform, in the body of a human being. Duipadapashu. It is mentioned like a two-legged animals. So here, <coughs> in the shloka, O oh Lord, O oh Supreme Ex Eternal, by expanding your planetary portion, you have created the subtle bodies of the living entities through the agency of your external energy, which is agitated by time. Thus, the mind entraps the living entity in unlimited varieties of desires to be fulfilled by the Vedic directions of karma, karma kanda, fruit of activity, and the 16 elements. Who can be free from this um, entanglement unless he takes shelter at his lotus feet? You have to take shelter of the lotus feet of the Vaishnavas. You have to take shelter of the lotus feet of, of, of your spiritual master. You have to take shelter of the lotus feet of the Vaishnavas, of the holy name. Time <coughs> is, <coughs> is a relative. Time is relative. But time, it is said here, time is activated by the material energy which is activated by our desires. You desire, and somebody fulfills your desire. Like we have this temple, how to uh, manage this temple, or any projects, or any organization. There's management. To nicely manage and, and, and organize, you have to have management authorities who are managing, and then sub-authorities, presidents, several presidents, and then uh, commanders, temple commanders, vice president, like this. There's, there's a system for everything to run a nice, a smooth running uh, uh, to uh, nicely to run an organization that must be properly managed by management. So Krishna's universe, this material universe, this, this world is managed by Krishna's energy, by Krishna, God. God, he's not just sitting there playing flute. He knows everything. He's in the heart of all the living entities. There are three types of Vishnu. One is Kiridakshaya Vishnu. Garvadakshaya Vishnu, Mahavishnu. Kiridakshaya Vishnu is the Vishnu that sits in the heart of all the living entities. And that's why Krishna says, when someone surrenders to me, someone wants to serve me, I, from within the heart of that, living entity, I will guide them to the spiritual master who can help them to come to my lotus feet. That's the Krishna Shai Vishnu, sometimes known as Cheta Guru, the original spiritual master. He's sitting in our heart as a super soul. He's our original spiritual master. We always have a guru. We, all have, we always have a teacher who is telling us to guide us. <coughs> Even in the spiritual world, there's gopis. They don't just do things whimsically. Gopis, there are superior gopis, ultimately Radharani. So there's management. Even in the spiritual world. No one is doing things whimsically. So we have to purify our desire. The desires are always there. No one can say, I'm free of desire, I'm desireless. We are desireless when he can dovetail our desire to serve Krishna. Then the desire is this less, there's no desire. Because material desires are unlimited. Like the root of a tree, it goes deep and deep. That's why it says here, the seed of the material world is the desire. And the creeper of devotional seeds that's offered to us by Guru. That says here, where is that? Arpita. It is verse Arpita. 
to offered. R pita means offered. Yeah, here. R pita offered. Shodasa 16, Aram spokes. So we have to offer our senses, our body, our mind to Krishna. We're offering. We can offer any gift, but when we can actually offer ourselves to Krishna, that is known as Atmanivedan, fully surrendered to Krishna. That is the hardest thing to do. Very hard to offer ourselves because we always have a personal interest to make sure we don't give 100%, maybe 50% or 20% like that. 100% is when you completely surrender to Krishna. But no one here can do that. <coughs> but the process is here where you can completely free from all the desire when we can completely give ourselves to Krishna. Oh Krishna, I'm yours. I'm yours. I surrender to you. We see Srila Prabhupada. Prabhupada Lila Amrita, if you can read about Srila Prabhupada, he had, he had many dreams that his spiritual master was coming to Prabhupada and he says, take sannyas. And Srila Prabhupada said he was freaked out <laughs> because he was still a Griyasta. And Prabhupada was coming all the time. Bhakti Santa was coming, take sannyas. Then he took, took seriously. And his business was failing. His chemist business factory, everything was going, not doing well. That's an indication that he has to take sannyas. He didn't just take straight away. He, he prepared for it when the time was right. But he was working towards that direction. We are the same. Why these instructions are there? Because sooner or later, all of us, we're going to have to give up everything, sooner or later. No one can be here forever with your family, with your home, with your business. We all, a time will come, we all have to give up these things. So we're preparing for that Time of death is a very is a time we are we have preparing for that time, how to die. <laughs> People think you guys are crazy. No, let's enjoy. Death will come, and it's all over. But there's death after there's another life after death. So this Krishna consciousness movement is we're preparing for that time of death. One day I was sleeping. I was thinking, oh. I'm going to die, and, and I'm going to get choked up, and you know, like, I can't talk, and I'm going to get old. It was freaking me out, and I couldn't sleep all night. I was sweating, just thinking about it. I think, oh, you know, like we talk about it, but actually if you start to think death's coming, how you're going to die, you'll, you'll just go crazy. I was sweating, like, you know, I think, wow, I can't, how, you know, how is this so difficult time? Then I pick up my bead bag, I got up from the bed, I pick up my bead bag, I said, I don't want to think this. So I'm going up and down the room chanting. I felt better. So don't think too much. Just think of Krishna. Don't think of the pain, this. These are all material situations that we put into. But we have to really take shelter of Krishna. Like it says, take shelter of the Lord, sweet of Krishna, of the Lord. These are prayers by Pallad Maharaj. If we don't, things can get really tough. This world is a tough place we're living in. I've just been traveling Asian countries. I was in Fiji, I was in Taiwan, I was in India, I was in Vietnam. Everywhere people are struggling for life, for livelihood. It's not easy. And you open the news, so tough. Africa, in Africa right now, you know, Nigeria, one of the country, there's no water. They're begging Australians to send money. 
you know, we taking shower hours and hours. They, they can value a drop of water. They're so sketch, scarce of water, scarce of food. Animals all dying, drought, drought. This is the material world. This is the reality. Struggling for existence. Hard struggle for existence, Prabhupada says like that. You know, when I, I just came from India, from Gujarat, a very pious state in India. We, had, we were taking Jagannath Baladesh Vadra on the head from the five-story building. We were taking down the lift to go on the street to Harinam. So we started the Kirtan, we were going down the lift. Each floor they said, come to our house, come to... So it took us one hour to get down to the building. Because you have to go to people's home and do a kirtan. This is how pious they are. And here we're struggling because we're seeing here the neighbors are giving us a hard time. <laughs> how outrageous. You know, they're saying, come on, come on, sing more. They're telling us to sing. You're not singing loud enough. We can't hear you from our home. That's what they're telling us. So pious. And they have a farm, two hours drive from Ahmedabad, they farm. They got 400 cows there, 400. And 40 cows are giving milk. So much milk. They're big bags, those are cows we have in an hour farm here. Those are the cows that came from Gujarat. They have a huge temple there at the farm. And they had Janmashtami, 10,000 people came. This local, the farming area. They're feeding them. And the land was donated, 70 acre, by some rich Gujarati. Free, big land. And they're making a really good goshala there. And so much property, 70 acre. And growing fruits and, and big building. So amazing. The reason I'm saying this, if we have a genuine desire, Krishna will help us to spread Krishna consciousness, to become Krishna conscious. That's what it says here, desire. If we don't have a desire to serve Krishna, we are just happy with ourselves, being comfort ourselves. We're going to lay back and the preaching will stop. We get too attached to the attachment to the enjoyment. Good food, lifestyle, like nice house, nice food, nice facility. We become slack and lack. That's why for a devotee, if there is difficulty, we can turn to Krishna. Even <coughs> I went to one city in Gujarat and <coughs> they're building a temple there going to be made out of stone. Nobody these days makes temple out of a stone. It's going to cost them crores and crores of rupees, maybe millions. But their Guru Maharaj says, we, we want a temple made out of stone. So I said, oh, they already started, and there's just two huge stones sitting there. Said, no, no temple. I said, where are you going to get the money? So oh, Krishna will provide. I said, you're talking like Prabhupada speaks. And Prabhupada he used to talk like that. Because Prabhupada is pure, he can but we are his followers. And he said, Don't worry, Gujarati people are very pious, they will they'll give when they see the result. So they started it. So if we can purify our desire, refine our desire to serve Krishna, Krishna will give. Krishna is the owner of the universe. He says here. He's Aham Sarvasya Prabhupada. All spiritual and material come from me. It is for his service. Why will not give? He will give if we have the genuine desire to actually build the temple for him, to serve him. Prabhupada said, You can take the whole world in 18 days. And everybody said, Oh, really, Shri Prabhupada? Tell us. How to do it? And then Prabhupada said, yes, but if you 
take this world in 18 days, you're going to sit back and relax. You'll stop preaching. So not that Krishna will not give. He will give when he sees us genuinely want to preach, to expand Krishna consciousness. That's why he said expansion. Krishna himself expands in different forms. That the fact that he's in all the living entities' heart, he expanded himself. He could say, oh, let them become a rock. They don't want to serve me. I would do that. If you don't like me, I'll, I'll turn you into a rock. But Krishna is very merciful. He sits in the heart of all the living entities. And he listens to our desires. He listens to our, our what we want from him. If you want material, he'll give material. Through his energies. If you want Krishna, he'll give himself. He gave the process. That's why he's sitting there. He's there, sitting there, so he can listen to us. When the Sanatan Goswami, Rupa Goswami, they were sitting in Brindavan writing books. Grihastas and family people, villagers, they would come to and talk to them and tell them about their family problems. Sanatan Goswami said, listen. He was still counseling them. It's not that we are devotees, we don't listen to people's problem. We can listen to your problem, but they can trust us. That's why they come to us. They love us. They trust us. We have the solution. Psychiatrists, these people, they don't have the solution. They themselves have problems. Why they come to us? Why they went to Sanatana Goswami? He's writing books. He's chanting. He doesn't have time for But he listens to them because they like him. They trust him. He has genuine love for them. They feel, they feel comfortable being with him. So that's us. Devotees will come to us, even for material things. And we can properly guide them. We can instruct them. Materially and spiritually. People come to Krishna. All kinds of men come to Krishna. So Krishna says, these four kinds of men, even for material things. But in the next verse, Krishna says, I purify them. At least they come to me. So it's not that... Um, so if we have the purity, Prabhupada said purity is the force. If we can be pure and clean habit, good Krishna conscious, genuine devotees, chanting sincerely, Krishna from within will, will help us to progress. Krishna from within, he will guide us. Krishna from within, he will give us material things to spread Krishna consciousness. But it's for his pleasure. Like we are traveling in an airplane, in a car. These things are, these things are not, uh, the body is not allowed to actually, to cross the ocean as sannyasi. But because we accept on behalf of Krishna, for preach, to preach Krishna consciousness, to spread the holy name, spread Krishna consciousness, open temples, these things become spiritual, even material things. But then when we become attached to those things, because material things followed by devotion, when he become Krishna conscious, you become famous, and people offer you material things. But never in our mind should think that I am become such and such, so, so great. We know we are humble servant of our spiritual master. He is by his blessings, by the blessing of Prabhupada, by the blessing of Krishna. We can be tools in the hand of our spiritual master. Then Krishna will shower abundantly wealth. We don't have to worry. Because Krishna is the owner of everything. But when you become attached to things and you start to desire material desire, cultivate material desire, then there's an issue. Then it becomes a problem. See, when Sudama Vipra, his wife was telling him, your friend is God. 
Krishna is your friend. Hey, here we are living in the hut. Go ask him to give you know wealth. Then we can live very good life. He said, no, no, I don't want to go to Krishna for material things. But he went. When he met Krishna, he forgot to ask him. He just wanted to serve Krishna, love Krishna. But Krishna knows. When he went back, his house was transformed into a palace, golden palace. But Krishna knows our desire within that we want to serve him. But he also will take care of us. It's not that he's uh, like, just serve me. <clears> that some people do in this world. Kings and they just have a good life, make everybody work for them. They're poor people suffering, but they totally ignore them. God is not like that. Jay Bhajati to Mam Bhaktya, he said, Those who worship me, they're very dear to me. Especially those who worship me. He's Bhakta, devotees. Now you're just sitting on a big throne, you're enjoying, and everybody's serving you, and you, 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 you're homeless and you're suffering. That is not the way. Krishna doesn't do like that. Even in this world, you can see. 99, Prabhupada said, 99% of the population are godless. But he's providing. So, material world, who said the material world is a wonderful place? It's a, very, it's a place for struggle. Everywhere we go, they're struggling. People are struggling. So he said, if you want to enjoy, fine. Go to the material world. You can enjoy. Also, you'll find out the material world is a, is a rotten place. It's a place of suffering. Down, Abrahma Bhavana Loka, down to the material, Patala Loka, down to, from the highest planet, the Brahma Loka, down to the lowest planet in the, in the, in the universe. All a place of suffering. Krishna says. So you want to go to the material world? Fine, you go to the material world. But very soon you will know that's not the place you belong. Material world is a place of struggle. You know, I just came from India. In, I was in Ahmedabad. We went in Harinam. You, we couldn't do a good Harinam because they don't have a proper footpath. Just everyone's walking everywhere and just how to do Harinam. So we had to like sign have kind of walk on the side of the road along with the cars. But people seem to be very happy. Everyone, ah, Haribol. And you come here, nice, clean road, people, but people are struggling, people are suffering, anxiety. Only I came here, only here, all kinds of people are talking to themselves, they're walking in the street, tattoos, dirty people. I never saw this anywhere in India or anywhere else. In Taiwan, where people are very clean, very respectful. You come here, there are all kinds of crazy people, shouting, swearing, and crazy, just walking in the street. And this is a, supposed to be a very advanced country. Like people have everything. I didn't see any of that in India. People have plenty of food. Everywhere there's temple, and we're giving free food every day. Kichri, other things. So many temples you can go to. So, it's, it, even though material is a place of struggle, but if we take shelter of Krishna, Krishna will provide. That's how it works. This is the purport. You have to genuinely take shelter of the Lord's feet of Krishna. Genuinely take shelter of the Holy Name. And And then, uh, because he says here, <coughs> Prabhupada very nicely says here, the living entity, not knowing the real goal of his life, wants to go sometimes here and sometimes there and do something, sometimes this and sometimes that. <laughs> very interesting. You see, they just had the grand final. People still left over. They didn't go to the... They, go, they didn't go back to their place where they came from. 
cities full of people. They're just spending here and there, like he said here. Going here, going there. Anytime you go to the airport, people, people going here, going there. Everyone is looking for happiness, searching for the happiness. Ananda Maya Vyasat, the living entities by nature are happy. That's why we're looking for happiness. So we go here, we go there, sometimes here, sometimes there. There's no place. Everywhere goes the same. Everywhere. When they are frustrated, when they are totally exhausted in life, then they turn to God. This is why we are here. Last solace of, of happiness. Just turn to Him. This is where people come. Four kinds of men. So let them wander around in the material world. They'll get so frustrated and exhausted. Finally, they turn to God. Those people that make the best devotees. Because they, they had enough. <laughs> material world. They had enough. The solid devotees. When you, even as a devotee, if you think there's something else is there in the material world, then you're still lingering some desires within your heart. There's something else is still there. Then that's going to be difficult for you. You won't get the, You will not get the full mercy because you're still, in hold, you're still holding on to material desires aside from Krishna. So you have to let go. That's what surrender means. Fully give in to Krishna. And that's why it says here, surrender to Krishna. Imprison various species of dust. Anyway, so the living entities, different forms of life, species of life, they're all trying the same thing, to be happy. So as a human being, we are the top of all the species, the top human beings. Because in this human form of life, you are able to get liberation. You can be free from the imprisonment. That's what it says in the purport at the end. Because if you are a cat or a dog or any animal species, they are living by their own instincts. They don't have a desire to go to the temple and chant, get initiated. They, they can't do it. Only human beings. Sometimes they say, oh, this initiation is taking too long, too many exams, so now I don't want to get initiated. But this is all part of the process. Just like if you're trying to get a visa to come to Australia. They have a, they have a system. You have to get the point system, right? Point system. 90% if you're young, then you can come and work here. Many other qualifications. How much money you have in the bank, that's one of them. And then your level of education and what you can do here. So many things. So this is all, so you apply for a visa to come here and it's going to take time. Like take so maybe one year to get visa, depending what type of visa. <coughs> it's, uh, it's taking too long. Sometimes you, you maybe get rejected. But in spiritual world, you don't get rejected. We, everyone can come. So similarly, we are all trying to get visa to go back to Godhead. And the stem is when you get initiation. Okay, you want so and so. Wow, thank you. And there's more work to do. So when you get a visa, you're finally here. Doesn't mean that's it. You still have to work, get a job, right? So we get initiated, and you get second initiated, then you do deity worship, 
He doesn't just go, oh, I have a thread, you scratch your back with it. Then you worship the deity, cook for Krishna. So there's, there's a progression. This progress is happening. So it's, oh, it's taking so long to get a visa. No, I don't want to go anymore. I like it here. No. So we're all in the process of the entrance to the spiritual world. We're in the line. And the final test is at the time of death. Oh, oh mama, papa, this, that. If you think of these things, you have to come back here again. You have to think of Krishna at the time of death. No one is there at the time of death except you and God. So this is the whole thing. So right now we have to make solid desire to serve Krishna. Then the desires are pure desire for Krishna. Then at the time of death it will become automatically your desires will turn towards the Lord Spirit of Krishna. But we have to work at it right now. Then you will get the <coughs> visa, stamps, stamp duty. They have some of my friends there, they sell land, they get the stamp duty. If you're working for Krishna, your spiritual master, your Vaishnavas, we're all helping each other to get that visa to go back to Godhead. Any questions? Yes. Thank you for your class, Prabhu. Um, for someone who's like lost all their money or lost all everything <clears throat> that's dear to them, like Krishna has taken it away, what can we tell to those people? What are some things that we can say to them to help them come closer to Krishna? Okay. First of all, first of all, if they turn to a devotee, that's the first thing. They could have gone to someone else, like lost and found, that kind of place, or uh, the government. But if they turn to the devotees, obviously they know these are spiritual people. They're not going to say, okay, um, show us the bank or something. We're going to tell them our spiritual uh, subject matters, yeah. spiritual subjects and instructions of how to really be happy. So, you have to see the situation depending what age, what kind of thing they lost, so we can advise accordingly. Just like your friend, uh, he, he were, I met his mother. He said, can you take your, my son and can stay in the temple here? Then when he found out how hard we work, they said, no thanks. <laughs> so it depends how sincere they are. They really genuinely want to solve the problems then they will take up seriously. They, they will take up the hardship. But if you don't have the kind of sincerity, even in the material world, even as not as a devotee, you will find difficulty. Because we don't work that hard. Some people, they have second jobs, third job, they stay up all night. They work more than, more than us, more hard than us. Where are we sleeping? Some people are still working at night. So if you're lazy, then that's the first thing. So we can advise them accordingly. We can talk to them what they need. Are they happy? What's the problem? Then we can see the situation. They have this Bhagavad Gita card reading. During the festival, they read from the card. You remember that? So some people are telling all very inner things. Very interesting to talk to them. Some people like, they really, you know, they want to know sincerely. And they open their heart. So we can sincerely talk to them, advise them. We have the solution. You know, we don't advise people to go to psychiatrists. We say, read Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavad Gita, read Bhagavatam. Sometimes people say, hey, like, you have an issue, you go see psychiatrists. They themselves have problems. They don't know how to advise. This is why you are all devotees, because you found the solution to life. The solution is there in the books. But that's why we have to become expert in preaching. 
And people, really sincere people, will turn to Krishna. If they're not sincere, they take the drugs and suicidal. But if they're really sincere, they turn to religion, they turn to God. So if they come to us, it's easy, because we all know, we already know they're that type of mentality. They turn to devotees, because we know this person is like this. We, we can easily advise them accordingly, uh, spiritually. Yeah. Anybody else? Is that okay? Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a preacher, like, uh, half the time I meet people, I always talk to people about these things. Uh, and at crossways or restaurant, down the street, even here at the temple, I always try to t talk to people and find people, you know, when I'm taking Pusharam upstairs in the lunchtime. People come, and so I like, especially Westerners. And, you know, I always sit with them, talk with them, give them some company, friendship. Then they open themselves. Even though they don't find anyone they can trust in the material world, but they can trust devotees. That's what we're here for. If we are not devotees, we'll be taken to other methods of life. Because we, we, we have love for Krishna, and we want to know the truth of life. We are searching for the absolute truth. This is why we're devotees. And then people, even amongst ourselves, will see, this guy is so good, so sincere. They want to make friends with you. They want to know more about you and Krishna from you, because they feel you are sincere. They feel you are um, genuinely practicing. Even amongst ourselves, we have that kind of um, attitude with each other. I'm like that. I always talk to people who can inspire me spiritually. Yeah. You have any questions? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Hare Krishna. Shlomo Prabhupada Ki Jai.